Hi everybody and welcome back to Mediums with a Message. I'm Gail Hicks and I'm so glad to be back talking with you today and sharing some spiritual insight and inspiration today. I hope that all of y'all are doing wonderful and enjoying your summer and that you've made it through all the incredible moons of the springtime and now we're going to be coming up on the first summer moon and uh, I'm just excited about uh, touching base with everybody. So today um, my podcast for you is on challenges. So I want to share with you some spiritual challenges or what we're doing in our daily life dealing with the word challenge. Challenges come up in our lives daily with our friends, with our work, our family, our personal goals. When you make goals, you give to it the sense of purpose that you've got a lot to say, like, oh, I've got all these goals and all these affirmations and these intentions. And what does that really mean? Which one do you focus on first? Which ones are the most important? How are we going to get to the finish line using all these forms and ways to attract these wonderful goals and affirmations and intentions to ourselves and make them a reality, make them physical, a presence? I find that keeping the positive attitude is always a number one thing to do, but I do find that when you do affirmations, they actually give you energy. They give you inspiration. They bring self-confidence into you, into all your bodies. Not just your physical body, not just your emotional or your mental, but all of them because it helps you become one. It's that spiritual sense of self. Affirmations give you inspiration in so many different ways. Many of us are always trying to seek inspiration When we listen to TED Talks or we listen to Tony Robbins, the first man of personal power and coaching. I remember my dad bought his, not eight track, no, VHS on personal power. I think there were eight of them. And each one was all these different angles. But those were inspiring that my dad even bought those and listened to them. Anything that is helpful, we will listen to motivate us, to give us a sense of change, to help us with our challenges. You know how they live their lives by them telling you their stories of their challenges, and that helps to let you realize how you can benefit and how you acknowledge yourself as being different. Each of us are different. All of our challenges are different because we are a different spark of God. G-O-D. I learned the word G-O-D when I went to seminary. One of my teachers, Suzanne Greer, said, God is good orderly direction. And that perceives in what higher power that you believe in, whether it's infinite intelligence, It doesn't matter which religion you are. That good orderly direction is present in natural law 
and our world that we live in. It's important to realize that our goals and achievements are where we put our energy and how we put our energy into it. When you do that, what comes of it? Our challenges. Nothing's ever easy. If it was, we wouldn't be here. Many of us lose our focus when obstructions get in the way and we can't see the brass ring anymore. I find with our lives, we get so distracted or so sidetracked doing other things. Or as we have been told now, it's ADD or ADHD, or I think I have everything, everything they've abbreviated. So who knows? But as you get distracted or off-roading on some things, you lose sight of the challenge or the goal that you had presented yourself. When this happens, it's time for you to do what? Take a spiritual break. Now, how do I take a spiritual break? Well, I'm lucky. I can hear my guides and they go, <clears throat> Gail, you need to stop and take a break. And I will connect with Dr. Bigelow and say, oh, yes, thank you for checking in and telling me. So I'll stop, take a few deep breaths, and it doesn't matter where I am. I could be driving in the car and I can hear him say, you need to pull over and take a break. Your mind's racing too fast. So I will do that. I stop, take my three deep breaths, and I tell myself, everything in my life right now, today, is in divine order. He's taught me a lot of things that you need to claim that so that you can get back on track and not have any fear of your challenges or these obstacles, or your goals, or things that you're getting accomplished that day that's going to be okay. Everything will be okay. We can get bombarded with being overwhelmed. That's a word I've been dealing with for, oh, I don't know, since I've been constantly moving the last four years. But being overwhelmed is a challenge. So take those breaks, breathe in the energy, be in the present moment, and bring yourself back to that oneness where all your bodies, your mental body, your emotional body, your spiritual body, and your physical body can reconnect, and all your synapses in your little mind can connect again, and you can feel, hey, I'm back in that good orderly direction. I've got it going on. So many of us put too much on our calendars. We've got these super great phones that you can just virtually tell it to book this, do that, remind me this, put this note in. And my goodness, it's become our own virtual personal assistant. What did we do before we had a smartphone? Well, we had a day timer. Any of y'all remember those great day timers you used to carry around? It was bigger than your purse. Yeah. We used to have those giant day timers and write everything down. So now we can do everything on a phone, which is awesome. But still, it's about getting things accomplished. But when you put too many things on your calendar, it gets distracting. It becomes stressful. It becomes a challenge. 
Once again, back to that word. So think about your calendar. If it's pretty intense, maybe you need to look at it differently and see how and what you can do with it and how you want to deal with what you've planned for your week or your day. Spirit always says, simple is best. Doesn't mean that your challenges aren't going to be hard. It just means simplify the challenges so you can make work and the process of work easier and reach that goal. So if you're having one of those days, stop and take that spiritual break. Take yourself to get some recenteredness. Stop, whether you want to go get an ice cream or you think, oh, I think I'll go, go for a walk on the beach or I think I'm going to sidetrack and get a coffee and go walk at the park. Anything to do a break so you don't feel like you're spinning out of orbit. You know, you don't want to be floating out in the ethers and not remember where you're driving or what your next appointment is. So take that time so you can put everything back in order and you can handle your life and you're not juggling things all the time. And your life and your schedule will be okay. So take that moment and remember yourself. You know, they can't start without you and it's all about you. For example, if you're training for the Olympics and you were a swimmer, and you have certain goals that you want to achieve way before you even go to the Olympics for competition. And all that training that you do before the actual competition, you set your mental body, your emotional body, your physical body into that oneness so it can function all together to achieve your goals. And while you're doing that, you are preparing yourself and you have the help of your swim coach telling you how you're doing, how great everything's going, keep your focus, believe in yourself, you've got this, you've got this. And that's awesome. And that helps you to have that stamina, to do that extra stroke, to swim and, and get to that focus so that you can win. All challenges are like competitions, but you set this competition for yourself. And the goal manifests itself through your affirmations and your intentions, where you're inspiring to be. And those same things are all different types of preparations to get to that same goal. When a swimmer dives into the water, with all his competitors, they're sticking to some of the same goals that they have so they can achieve that record. They hold their breath longer. They pull all this endurance out of their physical body and their mental body to keep them focused during the competition. And this keeps the drive and helps them to achieve more. This is the same thing about challenges. So we need to swim through our challenges. We need to go with the flow. So things that I have suggested to a lot of my clients through the years of doing readings, 
doing spiritual counseling, weddings, bereavements, loss, everything, you name it. I get them to write affirmations to help them with the challenges and the life difficulties that they're going through. So writing your affirmations gives you inspiration to get your goals on track so you can make your goals into a realization to help you to move forward. How many of you out there feel stuck? How many of you out there feel you're having a hard time moving forward? You know, how many of my listeners are doing that dance? I call it the two steps forward and the four steps back. You take the two steps forward, you see an obstacle, and then you sidestep and you take five steps back. You know, you can't jump over that hurdle yet. So it's like, hmm, I have to rethink how I'm going to work this plan. So no matter what the obstacle is you're going through, people have their own way of coming up with it. Whether you have an obstacle at work, perhaps it's a family issue, your teenagers start dating, you've got prom, your, your child's ready to get their learning permit and learn to drive, and you're intensed about that with uh, insurance and teaching them how to drive and being safe. A lot of stress and obstacles come in the way that oppose challenges. But the nice thing you can say you say to yourself is, hey, I can handle all of this because I love myself and I'm important. So that's how I suggest to my clients it's not as bad as it seems because sometimes we get in our own head and we make things worse. You know, some of us are obsessive about things. But it needs to be obsessive in a positive way, not something to bring your energy down, not something to make you stress or get overwhelmed over something that spirit would tell you is so simple. You know, I'm here for a reason. You're here for a reason. That's what you tell yourself. Whatever the challenge is, you're here for a reason. And the reason is your purpose. I cannot tell all of you how many clients I have read for since 1989. And prior to that, when I was in my late teens, some 40 years ago, I have asked my higher teachers and my guides, what's my purpose? Shoot, you know, if they told me my purpose, you know, I'd be out of here. <laughs> That's what they told me. If we tell you your purpose, then it's time to ascend. I went, oh, so I haven't learned all the lessons because with your purpose comes lessons and the lessons bring challenges. So just remember, when you're getting a reading or asking someone, what do you think my purpose is? Can I have my Akashic records read? Can I find out my purpose? Once you find it out, it's a huge challenge. It's a huge goal. And then you think about how far you are from it. And wow, oh my gosh, I got to run 40 football fields to get to it. 
I don't know if that's possible this lifetime around. I don't know if I can do that before next week. Then you talk yourself out of it. So maybe it's not important to know your purpose, but to set goals. Little tiny goals make up a giant purpose. So baby steps. That's the other thing spirit always tells me in meditation. And I will tap back into that. When you really want answers from your higher self and your guides, sit and meditate. Because your unconscious mind will reveal things to you, but you've got to be able to accept it. That's important. It's very important. Whether you take a spiritual break, you pull off and you go for a walk, and you're doing a walking meditation with a good orderly direction, you have that talk with yourself in your mind. All right, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, this is how I'm going to get there. I'm asking for guidance, I'm asking for help. Yes, I can do this. Hey, it's not so hard. Wow, I'm inspired. Woo, I've got all this energy. Guess what? You can take off and just start living those goals and living your life and not get so overwhelmed with the end result. I have a quick story to share with you. In uh, 2014, I had the lovely opportunity to go to Hawaii. And I had some other friends, dear friends that lived in Oahu, but I was going to Maui first. And I was staying with an acquaintance friend, a new friend, and I called her like my second mom. And she invited me over, and she didn't have a giant place over there. But I went to visit her, and she said, stay as long as you want. So word to the wise, to all my listeners, when someone invites you to come halfway around the world to visit them, me, it was New England. I was in Massachusetts at the time to Hawaii. was, you know, halfway around the world for me. And when they say, sure, come stay as long as you want, you tell them, how about these dates? And they confirm it. It's almost like you need a written contract, are you sure? Because, you know, changing your plane and everything is very costly. And when you're budgeting, you know, just be prepared. But, hey, she said it was all fine, all good. So I get there. I'm having a great time. But you have to remember you're in someone's environment. You're in their space. You're their guest. So I tried not to be a problem or be in the way and be out of the house and be doing things and be on my own. And I had a great time. But through her, I met a, a dear friend named Mara. And we had wonderful times. And she helped me out a lot when I was there. She helped me deal with some things because she had a great deal of patience. And she was very acute in one interesting aspect of her senses, her hearing. She would really listen to people And she'd hear what you were saying, and then she would turn around and tell you, hey, do you realize what you're saying? So she'd catch you on it. When, you know, me, myself, and I over here, when you've been alone as long as I have, and I've been doing my work so much, and I've been talking to spirit so much, I'm not physically always talking to a person. So sometimes it sounds like I'm rambling, but I'm talking to people on the other side, my guides and stuff. But Mara brought something to my attention. 
She said, you're talking about things in your past or problems that you feel like you're rehashing them and reliving them. And I want you to be in the present moment. She says, I want you to stop right now. Where are we sitting, Gail? And I said, we're sitting at the beach. And it was a sunset. She says, what's out there in the bay? And I said, the humpback whales. Well, what have what they been doing all day long since we've been here? And I said, birth and babies. And she said, this is the present moment you should be in. And I started to relax. I started to breathe in the energy. And what I got from this was I was releasing a lot of stress that I had on the mainland and I was releasing it on the island. But I also was letting go of a lot of things that I'd been holding from perhaps past readings or clients that unconsciously I didn't know I was holding, but it was actually holding me back from moving forward for me, just for Gail. So when she said, look at what's happening in front of you, this incredible energy, you are birthing right now. Isn't that a profound message? I went from dumping my garbage out on the beach, mentally and emotionally, to birthing. And I learned from that day forward from her, be in the present moment. Worry should not be an option. Worry shouldn't come in your life every day because that makes it a challenge. So to stop, take that spiritual break, be in the present moment, say, hey, I can handle this. It's all good, you know. So that's one thing that she taught me. And the reason I'm sharing this story is because we all get caught up in things and it makes us not in the present moment. So remember that because we're striving towards our goals, which is manifesting our purpose. Everything that you do has a purpose. Everything that you do has a chain effect on one person or another or several. If you are the CEO of a company, you have thousands of people under you. You, you are, if you're a government uh, official, you, you've got the countries looking at you. If you're a diplomat, you've got a lot of things to take care of. You affect a lot of people. It's like being at the lake and getting one a rock and, and skimming it across the pond. How many ripples do you get? Does it take two skips or three skips or four? That's the number of people you're going to affect. When you're going through your challenges to reach that goal, which is your purpose? All of these people can be in that rippling effect. So when you throw your little stone out there to skim it across, Make sure that which you're working on is all positive going out so you can reflect a positive outcome on everybody that you are connecting with.
that power is attainable when you write an affirmation. So my guy, Dr. Bigelow, oh, I don't know, 1987. I mean, I used to do affirmations. My sister and I were doing them, but then, you know, there were different ways to say them and everything. So Dr. Bigelow said to me, I want you to write this down. And I said, oh, okay. And I've had people say, who is Dr. Bigelow? Why do you talk about him all the time? Dr. Bigelow is one of my spirit guides. He's my doctor, teacher of philosophy, just to let y'all know. And he's in the world of spirit. He graduated from Oxford University. And I met him in the 1980s when I went to Camp Chesterfield, where I studied for seminary. It's been there since 1886. And I was fully ordained there, went for all my papers there. But I actually got confirmation when I was there about Dr. Bigelow. And that was very important. That changed my life in 1997. No, no, not 97. Sorry. 97 is when I got ordained. 87. He taught me a lot of things. And Dr. Bigelow is accurate. And he helps me with do my, all my readings. Dr. Bigelow has been written up in a lot of um, articles for when I lived in Massachusetts for the New England Patriots and the Red Sox, doing predictions on sports events, which I never thought I'd be doing. But I wasn't doing it. He wanted to do it. He said, this is going to help us to touch more people, affect lives. You know, how challenging was that? Very challenging. What did I have to do? I had to leap empty-handed into the void and trust someone I've never met, someone I only saw in my mind, and believe in a higher power. Believe in spirit to guide me. And I did. And when he told me, this is how you write an affirmation, I listened. They say when spirit speaks, you listen. I think that's how they got that commercial for E.F. Hutton. You know, hey, E.F. Hutton says, and everybody gets quiet and they listen. Same kind of thing. When spirit speaks to you in your head, or you get this notion to, wow, I could have had a V8. What was that coming to me? Then, yes, you need to know it's your higher self or a guide speaking to you. So Dr. Bicklow spoke, and he showed me in my mind's eye. When I closed my eyes, he showed me writing down on a piece of paper in a red, with a red pen, my affirmations. And he says, this is how I want you to do this. I never questioned. I got a piece of paper, started writing them down. I've been sharing this ever since then because it's powerful, especially when you believe in what you're writing for your affirmations or that goal for what you're intending to do is going to make a change for you. And you get closer to your purpose. So when I tell people to write your affirmations in red, now, write them in red right now. I don't know about you, but I like a medium point pen, a red gel pen. I like it to write really smooth. I don't like scratchy writing. So I get it out and I begin to write them down. So if you're not sure about how to jot them down, you know, uh, Maybe you're out and about. It's okay if you want to jot them down on a legal pad or a spiral notebook, but they have to be physically on a sheet of paper. 
you know, <clears throat> I know that uh, many of us use our iPads or phones and all this. We're not digital anymore. We're physical. If you want your affirmations to physically come true, you're, you know, you, you can't put them in your phone. You need to physically have them down on paper. It's just old school, you know. It's the way it used to be. So think of that as you're putting them down. The other thing about writing in red, a lot of people ask, why do we write in red? The reason we write in red is red is the root chakra. It's the first chakra of the body, which is power. It represents passion. It represents love. It represents uh, the Christ and the Buddhic consciousness. It represents that spiritual essence starting from the ground up. It's the root of the tree. Infinite intelligence. So you want that power coming from the base. It's also four points in the chakra, which is uh, north, south, east, and west. So it's about the directional of where you're going. Red gives power to the words that you write. It gives focus as you give focus to the goals. Once you have your affirmations written down on your sheet of paper, the next step is to stand in front of the mirror and read them out loud to yourself. And look at yourself at the same time. I find that a lot of people have a hard time looking in the mirror. And that's a self-esteem issue. I have it. I know I've, I've had it off and on all my life. But look at yourself in the mirror and talk to yourself when you're reading your goals. This is something that I do when I've done healings on people. I call it because it, it relates to your soul. But also, when you're looking at yourself, it's very important because you're sending these affirmations out to your higher self and to a higher power to hear you. So that helps boomerang it back to you when you've put all that out in the universe in divine order. You're sending it out in the cosmos. You're sending it out in the ethers. So write it in red and get it out there. Many people ask me, what have I been doing with my affirmations? I've been doing them all the time and nothing's happening. Why is that? I tell them instant gratification is not something that spirit's going to serve up to us on a platter immediately for your enjoyment. You know, we live in a society now. We can go to the window and order a double macchiato or whatever coffee and go to the next window and we have it. Affirmations and achieving goals and be, living your purpose is not going to happen by ordering it. It's not going to come to fruition or be delivered to your door by DoorDash or uber or whoever like back in the day when the only person that would deliver anything was pizza pizza but affirmations don't work that way it's a sense of you devoting yourself and believing in what you've written down and read to manifest in your life and detaching from it as you give it to spirit so I tell a lot of my clients, it's a test of the emergency broadcast system. You know, that awful sound, whatever it sounds like, or almost like a fire drill, you know. But it's a challenge. That's the test. The challenges that make us patient. We have to learn patience because that's all it's saying. All good things come to you in the end. If you wait, there it is. 
After you've said your affirmations to the mirror, you'll feel very empowered. You'll have a sense of spiritual security. That everything is flowing and moving forward in your life. Each and every time you say your affirmations, there's movement. Each and every time you say them, there's movement. Giving yourself permission to have that power again. You're taking it back in. So we love seeing that movement. That spiritual security, you want that sense of accomplishment with it. And you know that it's true when you're out with your friends and your co-workers. How is that so? You've been doing your affirmations for a week now. Your aura looks great. You feel great. You're wearing, I don't know, a new outfit or an outfit they've seen a billion times. And they come up to you and they say, oh my gosh, you look great. What have you been doing? You're, you're, you look fabulous. Is this a new outfit? Of course, you, it's the only thing you love wearing. And they're like, no, I've worn this a billion times. Oh, well, you know, I don't know. She just looks so different. What are you doing? That's when I tell my clients, don't tell them what you're doing. Because you don't want anybody to shoot your dream down or start telling you all their problems and what's not going on in their life And because you're finally doing good. You're like a rock star. But what you do share with them is, thank you. Start with gratitude. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I've been working hard on some projects. What kind of projects? Just some personal things. But I've, I've learned to actually dele- delegate my energy out. And um, I'm so happy you can actually physically see it. And uh, I'm moving forward. Thank you so much. That's the best thing you can do. Don't share with them your affirmations. I had a client do this. And uh, the only way I can visually tell you, from all my listeners to know, you know when you let a healing, helium balloon take off or you're at a birthday and the balloons are floating off in the air? That's like your affirmations in that balloon. They're going out there to the ethers and eventually that balloon's going to reach up there and they're going to open it up. And woo, let's send that back to Susie Q right now. Well, when your affirmations are floating out like a little balloon and you tell one of your friends who's had an awful day and so much drama and trauma has happened to her or him, and they go, oh, wow, well, I've heard that. I don't think it really works for you. But, you know, oh, well, you know, well, it starts making you disbelieve what you just sent out. Then what happens? Your your affirmation full of uh, in that balloon, all the affirmations in that balloon start deflating. That's not for your best and highest good. That's not for your best and highest good. The other thing I want y'all to remember when you put your affirmations out there is remember that your affirmations, you need to put out there, you're healthy. I'm physically fit. I'm in perfect condition. I feel great. I'm in remission. If you are dealing with some kind of physical or an illness or dis-ease in your body, then write the opposite in your affirmation and put it in there so you can start being that. And also share with your family, hey, I want you to think of me this way. Because if they're affirming it, it's like the power of prayer, things turn around in reverse. I believe things should be the first thing on your list is your health. Because without your health, you can't work on your goals. You can't get through these challenges. 
sometimes you just have to be 100% to get through things. Remember, you don't want it to be depleted. You want to have your energy. Because all these circumstances and situations and choices and your kids and decision makings, you make it a part of your life. Of course, it's going to deplete your energy. So add how healthy you are to your affirmations. When you're having a day and you've been zapped, stop and reread your affirmations. Whether you have that sheet with you or not, if you can remember a few, just stop and just say them and breathe them in. I've stopped and pulled over in my car and looked in the rearview mirror and just said a few of my affirmations. And it totally transformed my day. Isn't that great? I loved it. So Dr. Bigelow helped me with my affirmation sheet. And it kind of goes like this. I am that I am is very powerful. So you start with I am that I am, and I would say Gail Lynn Hicks, put your full name, open and receptive to receive for my best and highest good, semicolon. Then you list everything that you want to be receiving with bullet points saying, I see myself receiving 100% healthy, I see myself receiving that I'm full of energy. I see myself receiving financial gain in my new promotion at work. I see myself receiving and the so on and so on. So you can keep adding to it. You can have all your affirmations, personal goals and work goals and travel goals, whatever you put on there as your affirmations, throw them in there. In doing your affirmations, it helps you, to, it inspires you and helps you to accomplish the goals because affirmations give energy to the goals for the goals to come true and all your goals are little bits and pieces of your purpose so you'll find that you take that initiative back by taking your power back by writing your affirmations in red and it gives you your life it gives you momentum to move forward it gives you energy to take off and start running we don't live to work we have to work to enjoy our life so that we will be living the best that we can. But in that process, all the work is us learning how to live in this world with everything going on in the chaos. If you could just cross out all the chaos and the negativity, we'd be totally at peace. But there would be no challenges, there would be no obstacles, and nothing to master to get to the purpose. So, as you're working on your daily affirmations and sending stuff out, remembering our physical time plane is totally different. The time management is different in our world than it is in the world that we're sending it to. The spirit world, the unconscious world, the unknown the unknown is that kind of like you're sending it out to outer space. Like if we were watching Star Trek, you know, boldly go where no man has gone before, no woman has gone before, no person has gone before. That's the kind of affirmations we want to put out there. So you can see yourself sending out your affirmation. If you start seeing stars in the universe and you're seeing galaxies, go for it. Drop them out there. 
But your spirit guides and your teachers and your loved ones in the world of spirit, they're not on a time clock. They're not on a 24-hour time clock anymore like we are. There's no time over there. It's infinite. So in their world, they can see your affirmations already. They see them floating around up there. They already exist. Isn't that exciting? Yippee! They're floating around and waiting to come back to us. So that's that good orderly direction again. That's why the more important you read them and give them energy, the more you see yourself becoming your affirmations and the faster your goals you can achieve. Your challenges aren't as difficult as they become and things become easier. So it's kind of like this. The more food for thought and you believing in your affirmations, the faster the manifestation will be. The more energy you put towards it, the more fuel you put towards it, the faster it will come back. But you can't have any expectations. You have to detach cable. It's hard for people to detach from the outcome. That's a major lesson to learn. It's also in patience. It also becomes a challenge and a worry. So you got to ixnay that off the list. You're trying to create your life to have more meaning and purpose in everything and everything to be in divine order. You realize, wow, it can happen. Wow, I am living the kind of life that I have been affirming for. And in other words, I'm living the dream. So live your affirmations and everything else will start falling into place quickly because spirit is so excited to send all those wonderful affirmations that you've put out into the universe for yourself, for your family, for your kids, for your friends. There's no limit on how many affirmations you can put out. They don't always have to be just personal ones. They could be work-related. They could have about you having fun or going on vacation. You can write affirmations for your friends and put them in your affirmations so you're helping others and lifting them up and lifting their hearts up. If they've, It's just like doing prayer, but you're affirming for great things for them. It's like you can send them a Hallmark card, or I'm thinking of you, or you can text them now, you can FaceTime them, you can WhatsApp app them. However you want to connect or communicate these days, it's great. You have all these opportunities, all these virtual realms of connecting. And it's not like people are not connected. It's not like people don't communicate 24-7 a day now, more than ever. It's not like back in the 80s where you had to pay MCI, you know, $2 a minute to call somebody. Now everything's free. But sometimes when you're communicating this much, you lose sight of the importance of what you're trying to convey. What are you really affirming? Are you just talking about daily banter or... Is there some kind of meat to your substance of this communication? Is there an importance to it? Is there something of value to it? You know, taking up someone's time when you're constantly talking to them or texting them, it's fine if you're talking about a certain situation or something that needs to be resolved, but always be on a positive affirmation or note with them when you are 
And when you leave them at the end of the text or the conversation, leave them on a positive note by telling them that you love them. Tell them, thank you for this time. Show gratitude. Thank you for spending this time with me. I'll check base with you later in the week. Have a great couple of days. Strengthen their life as you strengthen yours. I've had several clients in the past tell me how due diligent they are with their affirmations and achieving their goals. They explain their daily life to me on a call. And it's, to me, it's like a ritual. Some people make it a call or a habit to do their affirmations like 21 days in a row. But I like the word ritual because to me it's more spiritual. And it's older. It's old school again. And uh, I have heard my clients say, well, every morning I get up and do my affirmations and every night. And I would tell my clients, make two copies. Write down two copies. Put one in the, on the mirror in the bathroom and one in your bedroom in the mirror. Or somewhere you can see it. So when you're brushing your teeth at night, you're actually reading over your affirmations. And when you wake up in the morning, you're washing your face. You know, you're reading your affirmations. When you're putting your makeup on, you're reading your affirmations. The more energy you put to them, the better it was. And that's what they were doing. And they shared this with me. And so after like two or three weeks of doing it, all of a sudden they said they were fulfilled. They said it was like having a genie in a bottle. Bam! They go to work and three of their affirmations happen on the way to work. How awesome is that? That's what we're striving to do. Wow, that's a goal. That goal was reached because those affirmations came true. They were having great expectations come to them and they weren't expecting anything. That's how it's supposed to work because they detached from it. So remember, if you ask, so shall you receive. Don't remember everything that comes to you in divine order. It's very important. A lot of people think, oh, I, I don't know when it's going to get here. But you, don't forget that. It comes to you in divine order. It's going to come to you when spirit knows you're ready for it and you can handle it. They don't want to give you more stress. They want to relieve you of stress. They want to relieve you with something positive that you've sent out. So that's the only time they're going to send it back to you. So no matter how many things that you've studied or read or done your research or how many TED Talks you've listened to or podcasts and you've listened about everything, intentions and goal setting and affirmations, just remember to ask. And when you ask, believe. Believe. Now that we've touched on various things that help you in your life and balancing things and dealing with challenges, I'd like to listeners to listen to the next couple of questions. I want you to ponder over these. What challenges have you accomplished today? Why are my affirmations, no, are my, sorry, are my affirmations strong enough to inspire me to work through my challenges? Have I given myself permission to go and let go and let good orderly direction help me? The unknown is where we house all our dreams, our goals, our aspirations in life and to be all that we can be.
And everything is attainable when you believe. Don't allow other people to tell you cannot. Do it. Don't share with other people that are not like-minded like you. Keep things to yourself. Practice natural law. Practice the law of privacy. Send it out to your higher self. If you want to tell somebody, read your affirmations to your higher self. Read it to your middle name or your nickname. Give it back to yourself. That's great. Dr. Bigelow always told me, be very picky about your peanut butter. That's be picky of who you share your personal goals with or your affirmations. Someone who supports you, someone who loves you, someone who believes in you. Working on your spiritual abilities and living life with that gut feeling of making choices, no matter what the challenges that the universe presents to you, is good. That's a great option to have and to know that things are working in your life for the best and highest good. Just stop and take that spiritual breath. Take that time to assess the situations. Then write out in red those affirmations to help you heal all those challenges and lighten your load on the journey. Everybody's spiritual path is different, but our roads all lead to the same road of happiness and a purpose. I want to thank all my listeners today for being here. And I want to thank all my new listeners from other countries joining us at Sweden and Switzerland. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to reaching out and connecting with more people in the world. And Dr. Bigelow is uh, very excited to help me today with the podcast to tell y'all to embrace challenges because they change your life for the better. And people in your life are challenges, but embrace them because they too are going through challenges every day. So when you reach out and touch someone, do it with love and kindness because that's what's in your heart. I'd love for you to reach out to me on Facebook. You can go to Meetings with a Message and hit the like button. You can leave a comment. If you would like to send me a direct email, I would love to hear from you. you can go to mediums with a message at gmail.com. I would love to correspond with you. You can also go to my website at gailhicks.com and I do readings all over the world. So if there's anything I can do for any of my listeners, please reach out and also on the WhatsApp app too. I greatly appreciate all of you. And on my next couple of podcasts, I have some wonderful guest speakers coming on. We're going to talk about spiritual triumphs. So that'll be coming up soon. And to leave you with the story, and it's a reality, which is awesome. Two, two of my dear friends, one who I've known for a very long time, and then she remarried this wonderful man. So her and her husband decided to change their life about almost two years ago. And I connect with them on Facebook and watch their whole life 
on Facebook now because they don't live in the United States anymore. They've moved to another country. But they manifested their whole change because they were battling so many challenges that they decided to write some major affirmations and transform their life. They set their goals one by one and they accomplished them through affirmations. They detached from physical possessions and scaled down to what they could take on an airplane to start a new life. And all that, they did it. They did it all on their own beliefs and their affirmations. So now, they're living the dream. They're living their lives and their lives are touching so many other new lives in a new country, in a new home, in a new life. And they're growing so quickly spiritually and manifesting love and abundance and healing on so many different vibrations because they understood their challenges and they met their goals and they're still changing other people's lives because of the beauty that's in their lives right now. Because they believed. This is what we all strive for. And it is possible because they're living it now. They're in their present moment. And all of their affirmations manifested into reality and into a new life. Blessings to everybody. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Till next time. Keep your ears attuned.